We're talking love food right this second. And Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about how to be a good guest. Now, as I was saying earlier, um, we all know that, you know, there's a certain way in which we should treat our our guests that we have to our homes and a certain way we should treat them. Um, But, you know, we should expect a, a, a certain amount of good treatment back. Mm, One doesn't think like that, do you? How to be a good guest. Having people to stay over can be a distressing experience. However dearly you love them, however much you've looked forward to seeing them, however generous and giving they are, it's really an unblemished exercise. There has been a lot written um, advising hosts on how and how not to go about their business. But what about being a guest? Yes, being a good host is all about making your guests comfortable but it's just as important for guests to do the same for their hosts. The key thing is to remember that you have been invited to someone's house. It seems obvious, and yet many seem to forget this detail. Lord and Lady Muck are not welcome house guests. It's difficult to put it into words how unforgivably rude such behaviour is. But then on the other hand, a guest who follows you around like a puppy and expects to have your undivided attention during their visit is almost irksome. And just because someone has asked you to stay, it doesn't mean they want to, or indeed can, be on hand to keep you occupied all the time. A good guest is someone who understands that sometimes friendship is expressed by sitting quietly, reading the paper, and allowing others to do the same. Your host is feeding and watering you, as well as trying to keep everyone else in the house happy. It's unfair not to mention selfish, to ask them to amuse you all day. So you shouldn't treat someone's home like a hotel and you shouldn't expect your host to be your own personal entertainer. What should you do then? Well, taking a gift is always appreciated, in fact, essential. And if you go for dinner at someone's house, it's impolite to turn up empty-handed. But to arrive for an extended stay without a prezi is beyond thoughtlessness. Although it is advised against bringing wine, it gives the host a dilemma as to whether to serve it on the day or not. An old-fashioned idea would be a hardback non-fiction book. It's polite also to take your hosts out for a meal at some point if you're staying for several days. I often take wine to someone. Yeah, 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 I would. If I was going for dinner, I would without a doubt take wine. But I think a good way of getting around it is if you take a bottle of something like Prosecco, um, or something fizzy that's Mm. not chilled, then yeah. it means that the you know That's they've got no choice. Them. Yes, mm. and then yes. it's their choice. You mm. you know they what can to do it. with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. I would tend to do. Yes, that's probably right. Um, as well as a certain level of largesse, another common wish is for guests to offer to help in the kitchen. Again, this should go without saying, but it's amazing how often people don't lift a finger. That guest who stands there, mainlining the plonk and yabbering at you. While you, try, while you try and peel, chop, cook and wash up all at once is familiar and at best endured. Almost worse is when offers of help to come as your guest is halfway to the door with a book under their arm, delivered with a wince that says, please say no. If you're going to volunteer to help, then at least pretend that you mean it. Guests, as Benjamin Franklin said, are like fish and begin to smell after a few days. As thrilled as your host might have been to see you on arrival, the sheen is likely to wear off. Make good your escape and leave when you said you would, and fast. There are few things more exasperating 
than a guest who lingers. But whatever you've done wrong, whoever you've offended, however many groaning faux pas you have made, all can be redeemed with a knockout thank you letter. Not a text, not a tweet, email or Facebook message, but a proper handwritten letter. It shows gratefulness in a measure far beyond any bottle of wine or box of chocolates and will make your host look fondly on your sojourn, forgetting the spilt wine or the sheepskin rug, the hairs in the bath and the neat pile of toenails on the bedside table and they'll think how lovely it was to have them stay. We should do it again next year. Yes, I'm a great believer in, in writing thank you notes. Yes, I really yeah. am. I think it's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and I know that, that when I receive one, you know, I always appreciate the effort. But It's true, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I do think that, that when it comes to in the kitchen, you know, you were saying there... <laughs> In that article that, uh, you know, they stand and they mainline the wine while, mm. you know, while... Uh, while you're chopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, I don't like people helping me in my kitchen when I'm cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it gets me all kind of flustered because I have my own routine and I have my own way of doing things. And I, I, I sort of have my method as a blind person, I don't know if I'd be the same if I could see, but as a blind person, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm putting things and what I'm doing with things. So if somebody helps me, um, oh, your yes. guest was to help me, you. it but, would yeah. throw me. So yeah. I don't mind them standing talking to me at all. Um, but uh, yeah, sometimes it'd be nice. You'd rather be in the kit. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I find that. I think that I'm better off doing I don't forget things that way. Otherwise, I might forget to put something in. Or not chop it up at all. <laughs> yep, absolutely. But, you know, I'm laughing at the, the person who offers help, you know, while sneaking out the door. <laughs> Mr. Simon Polly, if you're uh, listening. Honestly, he'll sit, is at, what he does? he'll sit at my table with not an inkling of, of you know, any kind of... He's not going to move, put it that way. He's he's not moving. He just sits Glass there. Glass of whiskey <laughs> in his hand. Uh, can I help you, Jilly Willie? <laughs> Does not. When you probably, you, maybe you've said no too many times. So. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not very handy yeah. with the dishes either. I have to say. Oh, that's <laughs> pretty. Yes, I know that is pretty tough. Yeah, but uh, think, yeah, but does he not take them from the table either? No. Oh my goodness. No, he's a bad boy. He's oh, a bad he boy. Is. But do you know something? I don't really mind the whole dish. Because you love thing. him. Because uh, <laughs> I love him to bits. He's my best friend. Um, but also, when my guests come around, I don't expect them to to do dishes and all that kind mm. of stuff anyway. Mm. You know, just the offer mm. is nice enough. Yeah. Um, mm. And once they've offered, you know, I, I would feel uncomfortable sitting there while my guests were doing dishes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you just wipe around the sink yeah. when you're finished, please? Yes. <laughs> you clean up after yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, but um, I don't know. I mean, I, I I suppose in the last, I don't know, the last couple of months, I've got out of the way of entertaining, and I think it's just it's been cold. I've been a bit tired uh, mm. and a bit fed up with the winter, and I'm looking mm. forward to you know the fact that it's spring now, the warmer, longer nights. I can start having bar barbecues again, and you know, even just having my door open in mm. in my living room. Um, you know, makes you feel eating, better, don't you? It does. It makes you feel so much better. It really, yeah. really does. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting article, Christine, and thank it you very is. much for taking us through it. And if you want to take a look at this article in full, then you can. It's on the lovefood.com website and it's fully accessible.